First in our Bill of Rights is the freedom to hear uncensored ideas and opinions, to think your own thoughts, and to say what's on your mind. We couldn't have liberty without it. Now, more than ever, it's good to spout off, to listen, debate, and participate. Here's your host of Spouting Off, commentator, columnist, and all-around rabble-rouser, Karen Cataline. Well, welcome, everybody. It's November. Lots of things happen in November. I'm a uh, talk show host, (laughs) hosting my own show. And for those of you who are tuning in for the first time on a Friday, uh, we have a flagship station out of which we uh, broadcast spouting off. Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, And whether you're listening on a podcast after the fact, which will be so at BBS Radio on Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, from what I hear is a very good time slot every other Saturday, sharing the board with another great host, Um, A lot of people listen after the fact, but if you happen to be listening Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern, always at 1 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Mountain, which is my old time zone, (laughs) don't don't ask me about daylight saving time. I don't mind getting rid of that, but that's another story. It looks like we're going to be changing clocks this weekend, so don't forget to do that. Whenever you're listening, if you want to uh, call in, the number, especially in this first segment in which I do a lot of spouting off, but I welcome you to come on the air and spout off as well. And spouting off, by the way, is a good thing. It means you say what's on your mind uncensored, kind of like we used to do in America when we weren't afraid of retaliation from giant government people telling us that uh, an opinion, a thought, an idea, or a question might be a threat to democracy, which is pretty darn hilarious. Uh, Those people that stand up for liberty, for individual thought and freedom, for freedom of speech, are being told by those that want to censor them that the people standing up for freedom are a threat to democracy. It is necessary to have freedom of speech in order to have any kind of democracy, but that's only an example of the twisted upside down insanity in which we are currently living. And that is one of the reasons why it's so doggone important to stand up courageously, say what you think, and not allow yourself to be bullied, to be subjugated, to be told that you are nothing, that your opinion, your ideas don't matter. This is America, ladies and gentlemen. In order to hold on to it, in order to keep it, we have to hold fast to some of the most brilliant principles for uh, freedom and prosperity and individual achievement ever, frankly, in the history of the world. And what is required to do that, among other things? A live and let live attitude, which is slowly, no, 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 not slowly, quickly being uh, uh, destroyed and replaced with an idea that there is only one way to think, only one way to believe, and only one way to do anything, and that's the radical leftist way. Everything else is misinformation, disinformation, and I've talked about it many times. If they're putting forth an idea that cannot stand up to any scrutiny, questioning, Kind of like, you know, remember our courts when they were free? And both sides always got a chance to make their case, but not anymore in the public square, in a lot of, in a lot, a lot of places. If you'd like to join in on that topic or anything else, please, if you're listening live at 1 p.m. Eastern, Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday, 603-816-1590. And uh, we will be changing my website to karencataline.com. 
uh, to reflect that. And the show is going to be available not only on WSMN.live, but in a lot of places where it gets played, including the K-Star Radio Network and, as I said, BBS Radio, among others. Um, and, And so here we are, less than a week before the midterms. Uh, And there is so much midterm madness, fear, and demagoguery, I don't even know where to begin, but I'm going to, (laughs) okay? So let's see. We've got, we've got, where is this? This is, this is great. All this stuff happens suddenly, shockingly, the week before midterms, even though people have been voting early for a long time. I'm not fond of mail-in ballots, and yet some states like Colorado have all mail-in ballots because voters voted it in before they realized how deadly dangerous and open to corruption all mail ballots are. Used to be all mail-in ballots or mail-in ballots were only for the military, and those have been often uh, questionable as well, whether our great military are getting their votes counted. So here's a story among many. (laughs) Uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi, uh, the article in the HuffPo AOL propaganda post, suspect in Paul Pelosi attack was in the U.S. illegally, immigration officials say. That's the first time in a long time, I have seen the mainstream propaganda media being willing to say openly the immigration status of someone who has committed a crime. Uh, can you say, no, mostly when an illegal alien, and that is exactly what they're called, and they have completely opened our border to unvetted open immigration, we all know that, I don't need to go down that particular primrose path because we know Uh, when, when an illegal alien commits a crime, even and including rape, murder, harm to innocent Americans, they do what they can usually the propaganda media to cover up the immigration status of that person uh, uh, portraying the, criminal as the victim, portraying the criminal as uh, the wronged party. And if the victim happens to be white, um, a Republican, a Republican congressman who gets shot at while playing baseball, any of those things, they don't want to tell you what the immigration status is. Why are they suddenly, why are they suddenly deciding to tell you openly that the attacker in the Paul Pelosi case was illegal and that he stands to be uh, deported. That's the latest. They say he's going to be deported. Why don't they deport other illegal criminals? No, they invite them into this country unvetted and put them up in five-star hotels. They fly them to points all over the country, but especially to conservative areas, areas that are known to have a lot of Republicans. They want to dump them there. And then, as we know, (laughs) when uh, Ron DeSantis sends 49 Venezuelan illegals up to Martha's Vineyard, they scream bloody murder, deport them within 24 hours, Get them out of there and say they're using those people as political pawns. If you use that as merely one example, one example of the kind of twisted upside down logic, everything they accuse their opponents of doing is exactly what they do. They've been doing all of that that they accuse Ron DeSantis of and more for the longest time, but the media doesn't report it. The media refuses to report it because, well, you know, they're in cahoots with the radical left. And who knows? You know, it's, it's, it's really astonishing. The other thing we've seen are these rash of uh, crimes that get massive media attention, 
like the one by Katie Hobbs, which we've played some of that uh, audio with Carrie Lake holding an emergency news conference. What a classy, articulate woman she is. She's getting attacked with both barrel, barrels uh, in these last days and weeks of the midterms because she stands a good chance of winning. I am not going to talk about red waves, blue waves, or any kind of tsunamis. No, we must vote, 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 you know, vote legally uh, to counteract any shenanigans or illegal voting that is going on that we've seen starting to spread like a virus. Oh, and by the way, Joe Biden said that maybe the midterm elections, the results will be illegitimate. Well, he's been saying that any questioning of the honesty and integrity of our elections is not only a threat to democracy, but is illegal. Really, Joe Biden? Mr. Presidential Potted Plant, it's illegal to question? That's what these people believe. They do not believe in freedom of speech. You cannot have a democracy without it. And I keep using the democracy because I don't want to go down the path of saying we're not a democracy, we're a republic. You can't have a republic either. You can't have liberty without the freedom of speech, the freedom of expression, and a populace that appreciates and understands the principle of live and let live. That's what they're trying to stamp out. That's what is at stake in this midterm election. The fact that there are people today who have appointed themselves Lord and master over the rest of us who want to force us into committing suicide for our country. It is no less important than that. When we come back, we're going to talk about another news item with a friend of mine. Don't go away. We'll be right back. You're listening to Spouting Off uh, on the weekend edition. Karen Cataline on many networks across the country. Stay tuned. We will be right back. You're listening to Spouting Off with Karen Cataline. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. Every MyPillow is made with passion here in my home state of Minnesota to ensure you get the best sleep of your life. One of the things that I really like about MyPillow is the support. It gives my neck a little hug. I've never slept better in my life. What's better than a great night's sleep? Call or go online to take advantage of my best offer ever. For a limited time, when you use your promo code, you can get premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now only $29.98. With our 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Sleep well, America! Call 1-800-867-0416 and use the promo code RAM, R-A-M. That's 1-800-867-0416 and use the promo code RAM. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to the Secret War, a Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Thanks, Pat. Call now, toll free, 866-883-2741. That's 866-883-2741. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Call now, toll free, 866-883-2741. That's 866-883-2741. Your daughter doesn't want to talk about why her room is a horrible mess. Your son doesn't want to talk about why he's wearing mismatching socks. 
your spouse doesn't want to talk about their bad haircut. <gasps> Families don't have to talk about everything, but they should talk to plan for an emergency. Pack basic supplies in a go bag, water, canned food, flashlights, batteries, medical supplies, IDs, and some cash. Talk about where you'll meet in case you lose one another. And of course, don't forget to pack the dog treats. Talk to your family and make an emergency plan. Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 to make your family's emergency plan. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. Karen Cataline puts the Judeo in Judeo-Christian. Now back to Spouting Off. Great bumper music there, Art. I appreciate it, and we do appreciate Art behind the proverbial glass. I guess you could call it virtual glass. And I also just have to very quickly thank all the people uh, behind the scenes and at uh, 1590 AM WSMN 95.3 FM Nashua, New Hampshire. Every state in the union is important, but Nashua, but the state of New Hampshire, what a perfect state to be uh, broadcasting our show from the live free or die state. And boy, oh boy, are the midterms important in Nashua, in New Hampshire. I keep saying Nashua. That just happens to be the city, which is important for WSMN. Nashua, uh, if you love liberty and you love that it, you live in the live free or die state, make sure you vote and do not vote for anybody with a D after their name, no matter how much they sound like a Republican. Not that I have any great love for Republicans either, but no matter how conservative or liberty loving they sound, they will vote with the Democrats. The pressure is intense and it does truly uh, make an impact on the balance of power. Right now there's a monopoly of power in Washington, D.C., and a lot of cities that are dying in America. Okay, enough said. Uh, waiting in the wings is somebody that I have gotten to know on and off the air. We have a lot in common, and she is just a pistol. She is from Canada, an author, a speaker, a journalist. She's passionate about religion, ethics, politics, and mental health, and her love of religion has led her to serve a multi-faith endorsed hospital chaplain, I should say, as a. She holds degrees in science and the humanities, and her latest book is Bullies of Woke and Their Assault on Mental Health. Diane Betterman joins us now on Spouting Off. Welcome, Diane. Hi, Karen. Thank you. It is so great to have you, and I'm glad that we can talk with Canadians who love liberty, no matter where they are in the country. Um, That's right, and I have to to tell you, Karen, that my country, Canada, is run by a tyrant with no ethics, morals, totally corrupt, calls his... Those of us who did not take the vaccine questioned whether or not we should be tolerated, and is trying to turn the Canadian trucker convoy into Canada's January 6th. Now, how is he doing that, this uh, well, uh, he, he Trudeau? Well, he declared an emergency author, authorization act to more hmm. or less be a tyrant when we had the truckers in February fight against the mandate for vaccines. Now there yeah. is a commission investigating the lead-up to his use of the Emergency Act, which is extraordinarily rare. It's only the second time it's been used. And it's turning out that he had no reason or rhyme or right to do it. Sadly, like America, the mainstream media does not report on facts that don't fit their narrative. So if people want to know what's going on, they have to watch Rebel News, and they'll see what's going Mm. on in Canada. Yeah. 
Uh, did you happen to see the article, Diane? I did recently that uh, it has been uncovered, I think, from some whistleblowers who have a lot of courage. They shouldn't require courage, but in this environment they do, that our very own FBI was assisting Canada in uh, putting down and persecuting the truckers in Canada for daring um, to protest. I just read about it. I just saw something about it. I, I read something about the whistleblowers uh, in the FBI uh, pointing out how the people running the FBI are turning it into a, a, a USSR propaganda machine. I'm waiting to hear from the commission whether or not the FBI really was involved. So um, if the FBI uh, whistleblowers say yes, who am I to argue? And the way things are taking place in our two countries, sadly, I'd have to say, Karen, it wouldn't surprise me. Because there is something, there is, mm -hmm. there's a stench in the air of yes. evil that's crossing borders. Well, we saw Australia, we saw Austria, we saw New Zealand, we saw all over these so-called, and uh, I hate to say formerly free world uh, bending over, rolling over to these these insane COVID mandates, which now I'm seeing that they are finally standing up and saying that it was overreach. I just love when people call it overreach, Diane. Overreach, <laughs> overreach is something tiny. What we're talking about here is the introduction of tyranny in the Western world. That's right. It's a minor difference. Uh, meanwhile, I, 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 I saw the article in The Atlantic that we should give amnesty to all the people right. that shut us down. I didn't know where to put me after I fell off my chair. Amnesty. You know, some, I, I, amnesty. I used to tell people, and I still try to follow it, that forgiveness isn't for the other person. It's for you, because as long as you are full of hate... Uh, you're under the control of the person that that got you to hate them. But in this one time, I have to say that I will never forget, nor should we ever forgive any of these people unless or until they're brought to justice. And once they are brought to justice, then I'll consider some forgiveness. Because as yeah. a Jew, we are supposed to learn to to forgive, but not forget. I, I, uh, this is something we'll have to save for another debate because <laughs> the whole issue of forgiveness is one yep. that has fascinated me over the years. Yeah. Uh, but I will, so I'll, I'll set that aside because there's some other things I really want to get your thoughts on, but I will okay. read you this that I wrote, okay. um, about what you just said. Not only must one ask for forgiveness, which nobody did, one must search his conscience and show remorse for the damage and death his actions caused. Finally, True. he must make a sincere and diligent effort to change his behavior. When you yes. offer forgiveness for someone who has no remorse for what they did, yep. I, I predict Diane Betterman, and I just love your passion because it is very similar to mine. I predict that the perpetrators of this are going to begin to new persecution of those who are refusing to forget even until, or maybe not, it is our prerogative, uh, people make amends, change their behavior, and ask for forgiveness. We will now be threats once again for saying no. I will not forgive until you even ask for it and until you amend your behavior and recognize how much pain and misery and death. People couldn't say goodbye to their dying parents. Yeah. This yeah. is, uh, as we like to say in Yiddish, a shanda, a shame, That's a right. travesty, a travesty. That's right. Well, I guess, <sighs> I guess we'll have to just wait and see, but... Um, the only way I can see any of them asking for forgiveness is after they've been uh, sent to jail for the rest of their lives. Mm, so I guess yeah. we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, I'm, I know that uh, the Nuremberg 2.0 has been uh, up and running for quite some time. Um, 
I don't know what What do you mean by that? Explain that um, for our listeners. Of course, the the lawyer's name, who I can never remember, who's the German-American, forgive me people, perhaps somebody over there can Google it for me, Mm -hmm. wanted to set up a new trial in Nuremberg 2.0 to take Fauci and his pals on trial the way they took the Nazis and put them on trial. Because um, I've written this more times than I care to remember, and I know you believe the same thing. The people who who did this to us during COVID are no different than the Nazis. They Well, there uh, was a Holocaust survivor. Pardon? Yes. There was a yep. Holocaust survivor, Vera Shavrov, I think, right. Sharov, right. who... Yep. I took a lot of heat for daring to play a video because now, uh, I mean, I was anti-Semitic. I mean, it didn't matter that I'm Jewish. I was anti-Semitic for daring to play a video in which Vera Sharov was warning people. She was, she's a Holocaust survivor warning people that we are, you know, never again. And people are doing the same thing, persecuting their fellow man and uh, and uh, we're we're talking. Uh, people are talking about genocide, uh, right? Uh, and and you know, look how e- I have to tell you, Karen, that for all that I've studied and written about uh, anti-Semitism, and I wrote a book, The Serpent and the Red Thread, the definitive biography of evil, which talks about three thousand years of Jew hatred in one hundred hmm. pages. But it wow. wasn't until COVID that I really began to understand what happened to the average German during the Nazi reign of terror, that they were so threatened and so terrified they would do anything to stay alive. And then I watched how people over a vaccine bent the knee to the false god, but more than that, they snitched on their neighbors. And that, to me, is, I don't know how you forgive that, how do you snitch on a neighbor because I heard he didn't get vaccinated? Or, you know, you're only allowed six people in your house, mm. but I call the police and tell them there's seven. And Watching it's a pandemic of the, the vaccinated. A pandemic Pardon? of the unvaccinated. Let's blame the people yep. who exercise a right to say yes or no about their own bodies. You know, those right. pro, uh, you know, it, it, it's... It's a twisted, sick kind of Orwellian world that we are watching, and you are incredibly eloquent to talk about it. We have only about five minutes left. We're talking to Diane Betterman. Definitely get her book. Um, uh, let me find it here. Where is it? What's, what's your latest book? Tell everybody, and then I have another <laughs> the, question The Bullies of Woke and yes. Their Attack on Mental Health. And what I try to tell particularly in America, excuse me, the progressive, woke culture, cancel culture, critical race theory, is causing extraordinary anxiety and stress, especially on our young people, because these are professional bullies. We've talked for Mm. years how bullies can lead young people to kill themselves. Well, you're doing this at school with teachers, attacking children, questioning their identity, asking a four-year-old if he's a boy or a girl. You're, telling, you're pushing the idea that a boy can become a girl and a girl can become a boy, and if you say no, there's something wrong with you, be quiet, when there is absolutely, it is impossible for a boy to become it's a girl also... or a girl to become mm. a boy. I will stand up and scream this from the top of the, um, the Statue of Liberty if necessary, You cannot change your sex. You can have gender fluidity, but you cannot ever, ever change your sex. But like COVID and Pfizer with all the drugs and the vaccines, this has become big pharma, big surgery, Uh big bucks that's killing our children. There was a case in America, and and this is a harbinger of things to come, in which parents who were people of faith, and it doesn't matter. They have a right, but not in this, con- not in the, in the radical woke culture. Parents had their own child removed from their home because they refused maiming uh, drugs, uh, puberty blockers, and then, of course, uh, uh, surgeries. 
right. on, so you, on we, children tell, tell that me, could not give it, consent. Tell me how that's different from Hitler when he took Aryan children, German children, and he was informed they were physically or mentally not perfect, and he took those children and killed them in the gas chambers, too. So please that's tell me how this terrifying. government that does this to a family is any different. Yeah, but we're the radical ones for asking that question. And Diana, I'll, you know what, Karen? I will stand what? with you and be radical from now until they put me in the ground. Yeah, but this isn't radical. They are the no, racists. That's they right. are the radicals. They right. are the censors. They are the bullies. We must continue. And that's right. And to that's point why that there's out. so much mental illness because people know yeah. right from wrong and they're being told that wrong is right. Exactly. Isaiah, 520. Look at that. I, we have so much to talk about. I wish I didn't have a guest, but I do. I have a great guest after the break, and I got only two minutes, and I brought you on to talk about the fact Bibi Netanyahu in Israel looks like he's destined to be prime minister again. In a yeah, short I'm going to really enjoy question. this because, because <laughs> Biden doesn't yeah. like Bibi. Oh, dear. And the left doesn't got... like Bibi. Did Obama like Bibi? Uh, he, he sent him in through the back door, through the servant entrance of the White House. They are going to become apoplectic because <laughs> Isn't that of Netanyahu. <laughs> and I really like the fact that it looks like there's going to be a government that protects and defends the Jewish state. And, oh, uh, no, we can't have, have that. doesn't have a party in there that calls for the destruction of the Jews. Yeah, how about that? That's suicide um, we, by democracy, when you allow uh, people who hate you to be in your government. Well, uh, I mean, how could I possibly argue with that? So <laughs> things are changing at a maddening pace. Tell yes. everybody one more time how they can find you, find your stuff, and we'll okay. have you back soon, Diane Betterman. Okay, thank you, Karen. You can find my blog, dianebetterman.com. Uh, my books are available on Amazon. I have been mispronouncing your name. You should have corrected That's me sooner. Okay. Biederman, Diane Biederman. Biederman.com. Correct? That's DianeBiederman.com. And Karen, thank you very much. And everybody, vote Republican. Save Canada by saving America. <laughs> well said, Diane Biederman. Thank you for joining us. When we come back, we're going to have some thoughts about the midterms from Drew Allen. Stay tuned. You're listening to Spouting Off. We'll be right back. You're listening to Spouting Off with Karen Cataline. I was asking God through prayer, seeking a good news source. I believe he showed me the Epic Times. I delivered the mail and came across an issue. The front page intrigued me and I subscribed. Now I cut out articles and give them to friends and family. I leave old issues at the library and around my community. We read it to our kids and love the positive messages in each article. So why do I think everyone should read the Epic Times? Because they're bringing back traditional values to this great country. Hi, it's Karen Cataline. It's been almost a decade since I wrote Fat Lash Food Police in the Fear of Thin. It's about my early experiences in child beauty pageants and being put on extreme diets. Remember when that was shocking? Sadly, that seems like child's play compared to what we are watching today when politicians and woke corporations are actually advocating for the sexualization of children. Everyone's children. We're watching a frontal attack on childhood innocence. This is one story, my story. Fat Lash illustrates and explains why good boundaries are essential for kids to grow up healthy. They need their parents to set them, not the government. Get Fat Lash today. It's available in paperback or ebook at Amazon or at my website, KarenCataline.com. Are you tired of the same old snacks? Looking for something a little healthier than that bag of chips or candy bar? Even your average bag of trail mix these days is little more than peanuts, raisins, and candy-coated chocolate. Not very healthy, is it? Allow me to introduce you to White Mountain Munchies. Made from 100% all-natural ingredients, White Mountain Munchies combines unique flavors with nutritional value that will tingle your taste buds and strengthen and sustain your overall health and wellness. Eating good never tasted so good. From Maggie's Maple Madness to Hannah's Heavenly Harvest, Grayson's Getaway Goodies, 
in our limited edition Christmas blend, Jacoby's Jolly Jumble. White Mountain Munchies offers nutritious and delicious snacks that the whole family is sure to love. Pick yours up now through our easy-to-use online store at whitemountainmunchies.com. White Mountain Munchies, non-GMO when you're on the go. Sign up for Karen's newsletter and read her columns at karencataline.com. Now back to Spouting Off with Karen Cataline. Such a pleasure and an honor to be here hosting Spouting Off Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays out of WSMN Nashua, New Hampshire, live free or die state. I love saying that. I really do. I also love introducing our next guest who is so funny. You meet a lot of great people in the talk radio world, and then you keep hearing this name over and over and over again, and suddenly he's a factor everywhere. Well, this next guest is one of those. Political analyst uh, and host of The Drew Allen Show, happens to be. His name is Drew Allen. He has a podcast and a widely published columnist and political, um, I already said he's a political analyst. He's also the vice president of client development at Publius PR and the editor of the Publius National Post. His work can be read and seen and heard at drewthomasallen.com. Welcome, Drew, once again to Spouting Off. Hey, Karen. It's always good to be with you. Thanks for having me. It's good to have you, too. We know a lot of the same people, and they're always mentioning us to each other. I think that's funny. <laughs> anyway, we love what we do, and it, it, you know, speaking out, exercising our First Amendment rights have never has never been more important. I, I wanted to invite you on to talk about the midterms. It's less than a week, and there's so much midterm madness, fear and propaganda and hysteria area going on that I just wanted to give you a wide berth to talk about some of the things you're watching where you are. I know you are a Texan who lives in California, unless you have left the area. Talk about what you see happening with the midterms right now, just a few days before Election Day. Well, look, things have only gotten worse for the Democrats and have skewed even more uh, in favor of the Republican Party. Um, despite the Democrats' best desperate efforts, uh, you know, to try and uh, drudge up and fabricate some FBI affidavit uh, with regards to Paul Pelosi to make it, you know, to, 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 you know, send this false narrative out there that Republicans are violent, you know, uh, MAGA extremists. I mean, they, 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 they've, they've done everything and they have nothing left in the tank. And I mean, look, this is just today, I think, you know, Republicans are even outpacing Democrats in early voting uh, in places like Nevada. You've got, I mean, suburban white women. We heard all about them in 2020. They were the key to Democrat success. Well, I mean, they're skewed towards Republicans now by a 26 point margin. You've got 21 percent of black Americans who are who are voting for Republicans. There are more registered Republicans in Miami, Dade County in Florida than there are Democrats. That is a Democrat stronghold. That is the bluest area of arguably of Florida. Um, and, and, you know, you know, Nevada, even, you know, they're worried about losing Nevada. I mean, that had been a Democrat stronghold as well. So, you know, there's something special and needed happening in this country. Um, and, you know, I, it's, I, I've got to say, you know, the, the caveat still is, look, there's all these good indications out there. Um, you know, it looks like people are waking up and, and coming to America's rescue, but it still depends upon us showing up in force. You know, we, we still have to act like uh, we're coming from behind until the very end. Yeah. Beautifully said. Drew Allen, we're talking to. And I'll tell you, from the very beginning, I cringe when I hear people talk about a red wave, a red tsunami. Oh, we're going to win. It'll be it'll be amazing. You know what? That would be in a country that they haven't poisoned with corruption. That would be in a country where the film 2000 Mules never happened. And some of the researchers who made that film are, uh, were arrested. That would be 
in a country where there was a free media and not a propaganda media that perpetuates every lie the radical left, which controls the Democrat Party, tells. So speak about that because we got to talk turkey here. That's what we do on Spouting Off, talk about reality. So when people ask you about that and they say, red wave, red wave, what do you tell them? Or what do you tell them about election integrity? Which, one more point, Biden has said it's illegal to question the integrity of the vote and then went out and said that if the midterms, if they lose in the midterms, it might be an illegitimate. I mean, this is what passes for, pre- for, for leader of the free world, and everybody knows it. That we're being played for fools. Your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, we, we, we are. I mean, I've just... I... I, I, I don't know how anybody uh, can look uh, any Democrat making that assertion uh, in the eyes with a straight face anymore. I mean, you know, of course, this is this is, you know, a projection. Um, I mean, look, they are the original election deniers. Whether you go back to Bush Gore, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in 2000, um, they have repeatedly done this. Uh, and of course, they're the ones who set off this firestorm of election denying uh, in 2016. Um, they, they never accepted those election results. They still don't. You've got Stacey Abrams, who still uh, has refused to concede, you know, the 2018 gubernatorial race. Yeah, right. um, Hillary Clinton out there, the, the original elections in the Nire. I mean, all these people. And, you know, the, the only, you know, they made those claims. They were unfounded. I mean, you know, it, it's not Republicans who are looking to subvert and undermine the election process and integrity. It's the Democrats who are doing that, who don't want IDs, who want these uh, drop-off boxes. And look, in 2020, uh, these claims that we made, and, and look, all we, were ask, all we were asking for was due diligence, you know, for, for people to take the time to give people confidence in the elections by looking into these thousands of reports of, of, of misbehavior um, and, and illegality. And look, we know that there was illegality. That, that's not even uh, uh, debatable. I mean, there were states, I can't remember, I think it was Wisconsin, uh, where those drop boxes were illegal, and they did it anyway. And then a judge, yeah. of course, a year or so after Biden has been inaugurated, comes out and says, oh, yes, by the way, those drop boxes were in violation of the law, in this state, that is cheating. Pennsylvania, never mind. the Supreme Just Court. never mind. Yeah. And they, and they uh, suppressed Republicans' ability to organize. They are doing it again by suppressing Republicans and sending campaign emails to spam folders. Uh, it's all about censoring, shutting down the opposition, what about uh, Hollywood, that uh, all these celebrities, they can't abide. Well, I don't want to go down that road. I was going to say they can't abide free speech, so they're threatening to leave Twitter because, God forbid, there should be free speech on Twitter. What does that say about these leftists who cannot tolerate uh, disagreement of any kind? Yeah, well, you know, they're sitting here calling MAGA Republicans fascists uh, when, of course, every behavior of theirs is indicative of every fascist regime uh, in modern American history since fascism was born uh, from Mussolini. And, you know, the Nazis then kind of adapted that. They were fascists as well. They got that from, from Mussolini. People forget Mussolini is the original fascist. And, you know, th- this, is, this is what they do. They're using the FBI to intimidate. And look, they are interfering with elections as well. They did it in 2020 by suppressing the Hunter Biden laptop story. The FBI, yes. you know, I, I, look, I, and I, you know, it, un- unfortunately, this stuff gets watered down because the Democrats say it without any, any foundation in reality. But, you know, the FBI is being used as the brown shirts of the Democratic Party. I got to tell you, you know, I, I talked to, uh, you know, we're, we're a couple clients of ours, Nick Searcy, and I forget the director's name right now of this oh, new movie, uh, Capital Punishment. Yes. yes. Nick well, Searcy. The FBI, oh, he's great. Yeah. Well, the FBI showed up at his ranch, the director's ranch in Texas. He's got 100 acres or something like that. They came mm. onto his property and they, mm. they were intimidating him uh, with regards to, to, to making a film, you know, exposing the border crisis right now. He's got another film coming out. And of course, uh, with regards to January 6th. And they, they basically told him, your film, you know, Capital Punishment, you're, you're inciting, you know, uh, domestic terrorism by making this movie. 
Um, I, I, I beg your pardon. Um, I mean, that's how far they go. And uh, this is not tolerable, and this is something that has to be dealt with. I mean, the, the, these, these uh, to- totalitarians are entrenched uh, in, in everywhere, our academia, our bureaucracies, the EPA. And this is, this is the thing. I mean, the Democrats are using our government, of course, against the American people. And their, their ideology is fundamentally antithetical to the founding of this country. They attack the Constitution. Uh, I mean, they look, they, they are doing everything that the founding fathers warned uh, could uh, spring up amongst us. Brilliant. Brilliant analysis. And I wish I could tell you I disagree, but I don't. Let's talk about something delicious, because I always am asked, okay, I keep hearing how bad and terrible it is, just like uh, uh, Peter Finch and Network. Brilliant movie. It's bad. We know it's bad. <laughs> Go to your window and, and say, I'm mad as hell. I'm not going to take it anymore. Well, somebody who is conducting master classes in how to handle the propaganda media and the pathetic mean-spirited, ugly attacks from the left, including from Hillary Clinton, uh, Barack Obama, uh, uh, his former AG, whose name escapes me because I really have blocked it out. All these leftists are out there on the campaign trail targeting Carrie Lake. And I have played some of the audio of her emergency um, press conference in, in which she is so classy in the way she handles it. She doesn't get all jumping up and down, hair on fire. She's a journalist, and she loves what she does, and she sees what's happening. Talk about Carrie Lake and, and, and about the strategy to fight back against these people in favor of truth, honesty, and you know, tolerance for differences of opinion. Well, look, Carrie Lake... Uh, I mean, she, she's Trump as a woman, essentially, which is good uh, for America. Um, she's, she's fearless. She has command of the facts. And she doesn't allow the left to, to, to seize the narrative. She sets them straight. And she also knows how to play the media. She doesn't fall into traps. She understands. She's, she's you know, five steps ahead of them. I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, just the other day, uh, you know, it's really sad what's happening. Brian Sicknick, who was one of the Capitol Police officers who died of a stroke, a day mm-hmm. after the January 6th uh, protests, well, his, his, his widow, his family's all coming out, and, uh, you know, they're, they're piling on and accusing Trump of, of killing uh, Brian Sicknick and so on and so forth. It's, it's very sad that they're doing this. But Carrie Lake was asked about this because uh, I believe it was the widow who came out and attacked Carrie Lake and said, you know, she she's respo- bears the responsibility for this. People like her. And she did not attack the widow. She is a mother herself. She said, I cannot imagine, or I can, you know, the, the pain that you're going through. There's nothing that can ever replace that hole in your heart and your soul after losing, you know, a, a, a loved one. Um, and so she, she, didn't, she didn't do that. And then she, and then she you know, she, she shifted gears. But my point is, you know, she, she would have been absolutely right to say, hey, you know, I, it's really uh, sad that you're taking advantage of the situation, but she didn't, you know, because that's a trap set by the media. You know, you don't attack somebody. Totally baited. Wasn't she? She was baited and she saw the bait. She understood (laughs) what they were trying to do. And she, and she, and she got onto a topic uh, that that, that was relevant in terms of, of, of discussing the media's dishonesty and and what we need to do to fix this country. I mean, it's, it's just brilliant. But you know, the thing is when you watch Carrie Lake, somebody like that, this is somebody who has absolute certainty and confidence about her positions. You know, she doesn't go on the defense ever, ever. And that's, that's the point. You know, she doesn't accept the left's premise. And that's where we get in trouble time and time again, because, look, they're coming at you with things that are not true. So you can't right. win an argument by accepting that basis. Beautiful. Yeah, it's the famous line, they put, stick a microphone in your face and say, when did you stop beating your wife? And then it's designed to put you on the defensive. And, and just like Reagan said many moons ago when they said, you know, how did you become president and a politician after being an actor? He said, after watching all of this, I can't imagine how you couldn't have that kind of training and survive this. Can you imagine Ronald Reagan today? I, I think he'd be chewed up and spit out. 
Um, how did you feel about what, we only have a couple minutes left, what Carrie Lake did to respond to Hillary Clinton claiming that uh, uh, Carrie Lake shouldn't be anywhere near power? I thought that was rich. <laughs> what, 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 was the, what, did, what did Carrie Lake say back to her or oh, in response? She, 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 she was interviewed on a video, I'm sorry I don't have the audio, in which she said, well, just for the record, uh, I, I do get a little worried. I'm not worried about Obama. Obama took a swi- swipe at her. A lot of people took a swipe at her because she's doing well, and her opponent is doing terrible. And 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 Carrie Lake said, well, I just want you to know my car is in good order, and I'm not suicidal. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Amazing. <laughs> now that, Amazing. And, and that takes guts because the left has no sense of humor. Obviously, that's a pretty hard hit. But you know what? It's not like the whole country hasn't seen and heard those stories, and she has the guts to go there and let them deal with it. Haven't heard any response from uh, uh, Hillary Rodham since then, though. Haven't yet. No. And look, she put that, that puts her on the defense, right? I mean, that, that's what we have to do, keep them on their toes. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just, you know, there are people speculating now that Hillary Clinton might still be eyeing a run in 2024. Um, oh, no doubt in her mind. You know, she Always. would like that. Yes. You know? I think she, so. She, Look at, you know, from their perspective, it couldn't be any worse than the presidential potted plant that they have now. They can blame all these horrible policies that they put in his mouth. He can't even read a teleprompter and blame him for all the stuff that they had him do. Gosh, we only have about 20 seconds. I am so grateful to have you on. You always are so gracious with your time, and you're super fun to talk to. How do people find you once again? Go to uh, drewallen.substack.com, and the podcast is The Drew Allen Show. The Drew Allen Show. I am not surprised that you are doing great. Best of luck to you. Godspeed, and we appreciate having you on. Thanks, Karen. Thanks. Well, that does it for this edition of Spouting Off. Go to my website, KarenCataline.com. There you'll find a host of archives. And tune in next Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 1 p.m. Or pick up the podcast of Spouting Off when there will be so much more to spout off about, especially during the midterms, on Spouting Off.